welcome back to the FPL Roundtable, the only fantasy Premier League podcast where we guarantee that you might learn something, probably. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries. Joining me right now is Rob Langevin. Of course, you know him. You love him. Probably. I mean, maybe he's a friend. I, I don't know. I, I assume you have feelings for Rob. Um, <laughs> I certainly might. Rob, lovely yes, to have sir. you uh, on. We, we yeah. obviously were international breaking for a little bit. Oh, wait. Didn't we record both weeks of the international break? Yeah, we did. We, oh, wow. Uh, we, There's just been a we lot that's happened. On, we were actually on top of things for once. We actually said things that we said we were going to do and actually <laughs> did them. So we're yeah. actually com- not complete bold-faced liars. But, uh, <laughs> we have lied I, to you many yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, totally. And getting back to the love me, hate me thing, listen, you don't have to love me. You just have to tolerate me. There's no mm. in-betweens there as long as you like tolerate me a little bit. I'm on the, the other side. That- I just <clears> want <throat> you to feel something about me. It can be hate if you want. Yeah. I just want to matter. Like – like uh, apathy towards me is the only thing I can't stand. Yeah, I can't help that I'm the Lionel Richie of the FPL universe. <laughs> I can't help that. People but, listen to me, and this is how fantasy FPL babies are made. Was was uh, Lionel Richie? Was that uh, somebody's watching me? No, that no. was um, but dancing Maxwell. on the ce- dancing was, on the ceiling. Yep, yep, yep. What's what was his creepy one? Hello. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Not the is Adele one. Me? Is it me you're looking for? There it is. I can see it in your eyes. There I you can go. see it in your smile. Oh, yes. he doesn't say thigh. I can see it in your thighs. I can see it in your <laughs> eyes, and I can see I it in your thighs. I don't think thighs are inherently that reflective. Um, <clears throat> so with oil or anything like that. Anyway, um, one of the reasons I guess it felt like so long is so much happened this weekend. Um, and so I guess we should just so uh, dive right into it. We'll lead in with Paul Pogba who returns after missing seven matches, uh, already gets a goal and an assist. Rob, did you know that Manchester United scored more than one goal just once while Paul Pogba was out? Yeah, I, I think we actually touched on that because we, you know, we, 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 we briefly touched on Paul Pogba, which wasn't enough last week. And which I think was we great from you. Much. I was like, why would we talk about this? And you're like, there's a chance he starts. <laughs> and then uh, I texted you Friday. We got a heads up from our United guy that he was going to start, and we were just like, "We got what? We got inside information." And we, I think he actually, I think we actually called that Laton would make the bench too. Yep. But whatever, you know, not everybody <laughs> you know, listens to the show every all the time, and let's, we can't let's be just right not, like, all the brag time. about it. But we're a pretty big deal. But whatever, okay. Yeah, yeah, we, but we <laughs> we witnessed the deterioration of the United uh, offense, and we noted that Henrik Mkhitaryan had had fallen off a cliff. Um, Didn't even dress. Now, for the match yeah, on Saturday. Didn't even dress. Well, I mean, and anybody who has that weird extra H shouldn't dress. I mean, I'm sorry. That's, <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a hanging H. Give know? me an example of another player with an extra H. Um, I, I can't. I, I really can't. I <laughs> oh, mean, so, other people, so you're really being specific. It, but it's in the middle of their name. It's not Just like at him. the end of it or beginning. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like cloth, like with the with the floating H at the end. Oh, I suppose it would be Cloud otherwise. All right. <laughs> anyway, so Paul Pogba, I think he's still 8.0 at time of recording unless he went up. Because um, we're recording this at night, obviously, so it may have happened by now. But, uh, is he is he already must-add considering what he's done already? Three goals and four assists in the matches he started this year, which I think he's only done five of. Mm-hmm. Look at the schedule. There's three games in eight days. I've said it for a couple weeks now. That's the only problem with Paul trusting a Paul Pogba right now. But yes, is he a, uh, a known entity and that you should have in your midfield right now? Absolutely. At 8.0, he is phenomenal. He's already in 400 and some odd minutes that he's played this year. Um, he has 47 points, which puts him in the top 20. The average <laughs> of the top top 10 guys is over 900 minutes. 
So mm-hmm. I'm just saying that his inert value is beyond reach right now because if he was playing the whole time, who knows what United would be doing. But since he just came back, we witnessed it again. And look what he just did in, in the one game back. I know, granted, it was against a Newcastle team. <clears throat> but he has so much value at 8.0 because everyone is trying to sque- squeeze in as many 9.0 and above midfielders. You know, you have the the Manes and the Salahs and the Ericsons and other people like that. Mm. That him at 8.0 is intrinsically awesome because of 8.0 and what he did in the first couple games, skip, skip seven weeks, and then what we just saw last week. You're basically buying it at a bargain right now. So I think people are like, yeah, 8.0, I'm all about it. Because there's so many dead parts on there. There's not so many, but there's a little bit of movement around right now. And especially what's going on with their fo- with the forward ranks right now. Who knows where people are allocating their funds, but I'm telling them to steer the direction of an 8.0 Paul Pogba. If he starts two out of three, do you consider that a success? Yes, absolutely. Cool. And I, I think that's probably what we're looking at. As, is best, best case scenario is two out of three. But but in the in the Pogba, you know, basically you're basically trading down somewhere to get Pogba in. So you're probably saving yourself the money from someone else, whether it be at the behest of an Ericsson or if you're making double moves and you're you know getting rid of a of a high price forward, <coughs> Sergio Aguero. Um, but you have the money. This is where you have to upgrade that first bench spot on your play on your roster because you need a guy with flair, you know, guys with who wears buttons and glow in the dark stuff and things that you know flicker at <laughs> you in the night as your first sub on your bench. You need a guy like that because of this this you know you know fast paced three games in eight days. You need a guy there because you're going to be using probably one or two subs in many of these games. I know it sucks, but you know having Pogba and a usable. You know, fifth midfielder is not that hard to ascertain given the values of the value guys in midfield. You know, you have guys like Shakiri, Richarlson, you know, Pascal Gross. They're all in that that bargain basement thing. And you're saving so much money from going from the, the 10.0 and above strikers that it shouldn't be a problem. It's just the whole cost of you wanting to spend that minus four, minus eight. You know, if you want to be crazy like all the other kids are doing now and going minus 12. I don't know. <laughs> uh, would you consider, uh, for example, my defense is in trouble this week. Um, usually I try to plan ahead, but I got forced into some moves early. So my defense is facing Chelsea city and Arsenal. Would you consider, I mean, doing the, uh, what's, what's the name of it this year? The free, the free hit. Yeah. Would you consider doing that? Or are you still holding it for doubles? Yeah, I, I wouldn't because I think that the free hit is designed to basically reset your team for that double game week. So you can monopolize on that, not use your bench boost or you're in, you're all at attack. Um, it's almost like a mini wild card, so you want to kind of just build on somebody that has momentum going into a, a week. And given the, you want a week where there's multiple games that you could, you know, I mean, yes, there are good games on this schedule, but I don't want games where Liverpool and Chelsea are playing each other. I think Arsenal is up against a great Burnley team at home this week. Um, you know, those are the, the teams that have usable assets that you'd probably want to stack against, especially in defense, because Arsenal's been showing out. Liverpool defense at home is very, very good. Um, but yeah, so I think that, that the free hit chip is, is not something you want to use. Listen, if you're chasing points and you want to do something in your league that's, you know, obtuse and crazy, you know, like do it. I mean, I'm not, everybody runs their team differently. But I'm just saying, looking at my team, it, it's not something I would look at. You know, I mean, yes, there, everybody has questions, Mark. You know, Phil Jones is now out. So it's a good segue into that because um, I own him. I do still own him, Kevin, mm. or no? Yeah, I, I do, and uh, <laughs> news coming out today that he will not be starting either in their Champions League match tomorrow, as we record, um, yeah. or uh, at the weekend, 
obviously mm-hmm. being the cheapest entrant, most reliable starter when fit for mm-hmm. probably the best defense in the Premier League. Are you holding on to him even though his price is going to drop? Or would you rather sell and then either buy back in later or just move on to a different club? Yeah, it, it, there's too many parts I think you need to improve this week with the the forward ranks. I think the the city news, which we're probably going to touch on in a little bit, because that's the biggest news this week. And we want to you know end with that because that's basically the the stir that straws the the straw that stirs the drink this week. But um, Phil Jones at five three or or whatever you have him at currently or bought him at whatever. Um, I think you have to wait on him because I think that he'll probably sit. He's sitting in the Champions League game. He'll sit when he'll sit the weekend game. But then again, you know, United come back again on on Wednesday and play again. So there's that to look forward to. I think that's probably where you'll see Phil Jones. This is one of those things where if you get two out of three from Phil Jones, I think that he's worth saving onto. I don't think you would transfer him out for one week, you know, and go to somebody laterally on United like a Chris Smalling because who knows if Smalling's going to play more than two out of three games as well. Yeah, definitely worth keeping an eye on. Also, Baye still to come back in the picture, and Lindelof has been getting a little bit more run out by Mourinho as well. Um, the other side of Manchester, we've gotten, <laughs> you know, he said it, whether or not it's true or not, we'll see. Uh, but Pep Guardiola explained why he can't use two strikers at once. I mean, we figured it out in June when they got rid of Ian Nacho, but <laughs> uh, apparently the injury to Mendy has also led to Pep Guardiola not wanting to play Jesus and Aguero together. Um, because Delph can't uh, attack as well, so they need their left winger to be able to track back um, uh, and also cut inside, which obviously Sané can bring, and that's why he's been so effective. But they don't want to play both Aguero and Jesus together. We see Aguero play in the match today. Jesus comes on as a sub. Mm-hmm. Can- considering the recent performances of Morata... The fact that Lukaku gets Pogba back, the fact that Tottenham's schedule clears up now after the whole Liverpool United Arsenal run. Mm-hmm. Do you even want to play this game right now? I mean, obviously the best attack in the Premier League right now, but would it not be uh, better to just own one of the midfielders and then look elsewhere up top? Uh, that that's definitely the, the, a good i a good plan. Uh, it, I find it also interesting that you know if you look at uh, Man City, they're on the road this week. Take a look at Jesus's. Uh, appearances and when he plays the most it's probably just by happenstance because the schedule does flip-flop a lot but Jesus has almost 200 more minutes played on the road than at home interesting stat to look at yeah good stuff yeah but you know this is where one of those things if you're a Sergio Aguero owner I would probably hold because this comes into the whole if you get two out of three two out of three thing again but with Aguero you may only get one so basically what I'm telling everybody to do, including myself, because I'm, I'm so tempted to, to just transfer him out and bring in a, another viable option, is I'm waiting to the weekend set. I'm waiting to that Tuesday-Wednesday fixtures, the, the game week 14. If he doesn't play well enough in either of those games, he's gone. I think that he has enough value that if he does come off the bench in one of, in one of those games that I'm, that I'm watching or starts, he'll give me enough point return to then after game week 14 – to transfer him out regardless so I'm not you know completely swallowed up by the the Man City thing and getting back to Pep Guardiola like he is so good at using pronouns I don't know if it's a if it's a difference <laughs> in the language barrier because he just used they and them and us he must be really down with like the the lesbian and gay community because that's what they use like he he was spot on with using all the, the proper words <laughs> for describing things so good good job jo- Joseph <laughs> way to go and for those that don't know his name is Yosef, isn't it like Bartolomeu Guardiola? It's it's you know, something. He's, he's got twelve names. <laughs> he he sure does. 
I'm actually going to look it up right now. Uh, I know this makes for fantastic radio. Um, oh, it's not anything crazy. It's just Josep Pep Guardiola Salah. Mohamed Salah. There it is. Um, same guy. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, going to some of the smaller clubs. Um, Callum Wilson pops up with a hat trick. Bournemouth had been bottom 10 in both uh, goals scored and chances created coming into this week. Are you buying this, or do you think it was just a kind of crazy one-off? Yeah, it wasn't just a dream. Um, I used to read Word Up magazine and get <laughs> Callum Wilson up nice, on my nice FBL team. Um, but, yeah, I'm completely buying it here. Um, <clears throat> Callum Wilson is – the only thing that's going against him is the injury bug, and that's the only thing that's probably prevented him from being a fantasy asset for, like, the last three years. You know, he's had bat- matching injuries the last two years, and now he pops back up and scores a hatter. Um, at 5.9, this basically solves the, the Omar Nias conundrum because now we're waiting for Nias to see uh, when he's suspended. I'm kind of t- tailing the two together because they're similar in price, and these are the two guys that I think that people are looking to you know, trade their funds down to it forward. Um, but Bournemouth is, is interesting. They're playing on an uptick. Um, last two games have been very inspiring. Um, their schedule upcoming is, is very fortuitous. Um, I'll give you a list. They're at Swansea, home to Burnley. Home to Southampton at Crystal Palace before they get United, Liverpool, Man City. So, I mean, that's four games right there that you could possibly, you know, monopolize on. I know Burnley is is a very good, you know, tidy defense. But the other the other three are nowhere near the top in, in defense. So, I mean, if you're looking to score uh, good points at a discount, 5-9, or he's actually 6.0 right now, Callum Wilson. Um, <clears throat> I mean, you, there's there's no better option under under that price tag. And I, I'm buying it a little bit because I think Bournemouth are, like I said, on the uptick. And I think that they are going to keep scoring goals because they can score goals. They just can't really prevent them too well. So buying in heavily to Bournemouth defense, I wouldn't overly invest in it. But they do have guys that have value. There you know, Charlie Daniels and, and you know, Simone Francis got ejected, you know, got a red card. But let's not get into that because I owned him last week. Um, but, yeah, I'm completely buying what Bournemouth is bringing to the pitch right now. I think that there's tons of fantasy value there. Everybody's at a discount, and they do score goals, and they score them in, a lot of times in multiples. The only thing to look out for is that they do have so many other forwards there. You know, they, ha- they have— Also, uh, to be fair, they have not been doing that this year. We just no. know that they can because their team is largely the same as last season. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And, you know, they still have the, the, the mass heads there. You know, they, got, they have King. They have Defoe. You know, uh, when Junior Stanislas comes back, it'll be a- even more interesting. Um, but they do, they Bournemouth does have the talent and the ability to score goals. We've seen it last year when when Josh King went, went completely bonkers on people. Um, so I think Callum Wilson can do it. I'm, I'm not saying he's going to score three every game, but at five nine, you're not expecting to score three every game. You mm-hmm. should have heavy hitters up there that are basically carrying the load for you. You're just getting a, a lower priced donkey to hope you, hopefully you know keep up with the Joneses because almost everybody in the world is is transferring in 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 Callum Wilson right now. So 85,000 transfers in in two days. So it's a pretty big number. um, Two things to wrap this up. One, remember last week when everybody was in love with Glenn Murray and we told you not to chase the trends to find the next one? Now Callum Wilson is is the trend. So just be aware that. Secondly, uh, the only other player to have multiple Premier League hash tricks since the start of Bournemouth's run in the Premier League uh, is Harry Kane. Who? Just, Just saying. Who's Harry Kane? He's this Tottenham guy. He just helped uh, Tottenham win the group in the Champions League again. Oh, English players, sorry, on that set. Uh, um, oh. But, uh, yeah, Tottenham, you know, winning Group H. It was supposed to be the group of death. Madrid who? Dortmund who? Don't worry about it. Not a problem. 
Um, doesn't really help you in fantasy unless you play the Champions League game at goal. Um, <laughs> that was my nice little shill moment of the day. Um, another player that kind of popped up, we, we had a lot of expectations when he got bought by um, Watford, was obviously a huge driving force for Darby in the championship before he got hurt. Will Hughes comes into the Watford side and plays in an advanced role. They already have Richarlison, who is pairing well with Andre Gray right now. A, do you buy into just how good Watford have been thus far? And secondly, do you think that Will Hughes could be the next member uh, of that unit that can really get some play? I do. I think I think that him being in that 10 role is what Watford was missing. Um, you know, they have that, you know, the midfielder who plays up top gets touches in the box. Um, they have a good defen- defensive guy behind him in Decore. Um, cleverly is a, is a toolsy little player. He can help all over. Um, and then you have Hughes, who's basically, uh, you know, a youngster. His price tag is awesome. It's 4.6. Um, he doesn't like the sun very much, but that's something we could discuss at a later time. But at 4.6, you're <laughs> He'll looking look young for, when he's old. He, I, I thought I was watching Sean Patrick Flannery in powder with a Watford jersey run around. But that's <laughs> I digress. Um, but, yeah, I liked what I saw. He seemed very in control for a young guy. Um, you know, it it's interesting to see if if how if if Marco Silva, you know, that's the whole big thing. How long is Marco Silva going to stay at Watford? That's the big thing. And will will Hughes will will Hughes? That's pretty funny. Stay in there and be the creator that he needs. You know, he he was lacking a creator there. You know, there's no real other creator on the on the roster there. You know, Roberto Perea is not what we thought he was. He just can't stay healthy. He uh, is what we think he is. He just also well, can never play football. Yeah, yeah. And you know, Ben Watson is blah. You know, Etienne Capu is what we think he is. He's just more defensive. Um, th- yeah, but that's the one thing I think Watford was missing. That guy who sits behind, you know, Deeney or Richarlson or Gray and, and facilitates. They need a facilitator. He's basically going to be, you know, Watford's Cesc Fabregas is what basically – I'm not saying he's Cesc Fabregas, but basically in that role. Not Cesc Fabregas now, maybe like Cesc Fabregas like 10 years ago kind of thing. <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I'm buying it. I'm buying Will Hughes' – this week at 4.6. You know, Watford, this is their last game that you probably can use them for a while because their next two fixtures are, are god-awful, and I wouldn't probably use them with Man United at home and Spurs at home. I, I, I don't see them, you know, doing very well or scoring very much to add to his value at 4.6. His price is probably going to go up before then because if he does something against Newcastle, he's probably going to he's probably going to go up in price. But you're not expecting much, uh, you know, at home against United or at home against Spurs because what's Watford going to do? Score one goal maybe against you know, two of the better defensive teams in the premier. So that's the only thing that's limiting his, his potential right now. And bringing him in is that it, it, his one week looks fantastic, you know, at Newcastle. We just saw Newcastle get dismantled by United. I think Watford can, can put some, put some goals and goals on the board. And then you, you run into the buzzsaws of United and Spurs and you're like, well, I, I, at 4.6, I'm not really counting on him too much. So at 4.6, you're, he's your perfect rotation guy for that third striker or your fourth, fourth defender or, anybody else that you want to rotate back in. So it's really not his price is what the, the most alluring thing is about him. His potential is the second most alluring thing because he, he could be well, could do well with Marco Silva at the helm because we've seen guys that have played for Marco Silva do that role very well and succeed. So I'm, I'm optimistic that he could do well. Just we're only going to be in a, we're going to be at abbreviated schedule because we only really have one week to show it because of the upcoming schedule. That's the only bad thing. Mm. Yeah, and I think uh, this, aside from those two matches, the only thing that could really derail Watford this season is if Marco Silva left. Uh, Everton clearly want him as their next manager. Um, a player that played under 
him last year at Hull. Omar Nias, now back at Everton, becomes the star guy, keeps scoring. Now he's suspended for two matches. Um, was just starting to look like a fantasy asset, but you were telling me before the match that loads of people are buying him right now. Yeah, it, you know, I think it's just an accumulation of people who've brought him in up to the suspension. You know, 135000 in. We'll probably see the, the opposite tale of that now that anybody who owned him will probably be dumping him and going to Callum Wilson. But yeah, it's unfortunate that he basically uh, gets suspended for two games for something that other people do all the time, and he's basically the this, the Atlanta Braves minor minor league scouting system um, right now. Um, anybody who doesn't get that joke, if, if you pick up any kind of media outlet, the Atlanta Braves are cheaters in minor league uh signings for my uh, foreign baseball players. But anyway, I digress. Um, so, but, Neos, yeah, Neos, it's unfortunate that he just was getting on, on the, the pitch a ton. He's actually giving you returns. Um, goals in, what, four of the last five games, I believe, something like that. He's got five goals in under 400 minutes. Uh, you know, Everton were looking for somebody to put the, goal in the ball in the net, and they found him, and now he's unfortunately out for two games, and two games that where they have, you know, probably the advantage in schedule-wise, I think. You know, they're playing – at Southampton and home to West Ham, both both teams that are struggling to be defensive at all. And I think Neos could have been great there. But then, you know, the upcoming schedule for, for Everton after that is Huddersfield, Liverpool, Newcastle, Swansea. So there's still a chance to buy back in after he comes back in. But the big question is, if someone on Everton, Kevin, comes comes in like uh, Calvert-Lewin for those two games and puts puts goals in the net, does Neos have his spot back automatically? That's the big question I'm I, asking you. I assume not. Unfortunately, yeah. his his uh, clout at that club not very high, even with the departure of Ronald Koeman, who obviously uh, had some issues with him. Um, that is uh, enough news recappy stuff from us. Uh, Rob, you got some price changes for us? Yeah, absolutely. We'll go on to price changes. It's a little slow because it is a Champions League week. You know, any week that there are games during the middle of the week, it gets a little slow. But on the price ups, we'll go through them real quick. Uh, Charlie Daniels has gone up. Stephen Ward has gone up. Chris Smalling has gone up. And Jan Vertonghen has gone up. No surprises there in any of them. Charlie Daniels is playing inspired ball for Bournemouth, which I mentioned before. Stephen Ward is playing for Burnley. Unfortunately, they have a, a tough matchup this week against Arsenal. So you're up against it there. But you, you, Stephen Ward is one of the most universally owned defenders. I think everything is just catching up to him. He's probably going to be one of the, the top three most owned defenders you know, in a couple weeks. Uh, Chris Smalling is the Phil Jones, I think, replacement. Uh, he, he's Smalling has played the last couple games consecutively, so I think that he probably has a spot there until he doesn't because Josie's going to Josie. Uh, Jan Vertonghen is the best all-around defender at Spurs for the for the dollar point. He's the only uh, one I know, can bet his plan every week. <clears throat> exactly. That's the one. That's exactly what I was just going to say. Even though they, you know, Babies didn't play today, uh, he's probably going to play on Sunday, but you can't really trust him anymore because there's too much rotation going on. And Vertonghen is the rotation-proof Spurs defender. Through the midfield, Mohamed Salah, Leroy Sané, Shakiri have gone up. Uh, no surprises there. Salah and Sané are the top two scoring midfielders in the Premier League. Uh, Shakiri is the 5.9 punt who's giving you value. He's got five assists on the year, and I currently own him, and I'm not disappointed by him because he is my fifth midfielder. So at 5.9, I'm, I'm clearly happy with him. Uh, and on the forwards, it's Nias and Callum Wilson, and then uh, Alvaro Morata has gone up. So you know, there's cheapies, and then there's guys that people didn't own that should have been owned already. You know, I think Murata is the guy that people are going from Aguero or Jesus. If they don't trust either one with the rotation, I think Murata is the guy who's going to benefit them most because it's basically like a, a t- even trade with Jesus and then a trade down in funds for Aguero. And he's giving you results, which is the most positive thing. Uh, on the downs, a lot of names that shouldn't be owned. 
but I'm not going to mention them. I'll just mention the the big ones: Ben Davis, uh, Christian Eriksen, Della Ali. It's like a pick on Spurs fest. Uh, Jamie Vardy has gone down. Uh, Sergio Aguero has gone down. He's now eleven eleven dot eleven dot seven. And Chicharito, who's been useless for about two months, has gone down. I don't. I saw a team today on Twitter that posted their team, and he's still in it. I was like, wait a second, what's going on? And then they posted what their rank was, and it completely made sense. Um, <clears throat> I'm not making fun of you person on Twitter because there's <laughs> millions of you on Twitter, so you don't know who I'm talking about. Um, there's no no other big surprises that have gone down. Um, just Like I said, this is going to be a, a, a telling part of the season because of the three games in eight in eight days for most teams. Um, just you know, use your transfers wisely. Um, try to stay on top of the news on Friday. Um, enjoy Turkey on Thursday first, and then wake up in a turkey coma on Friday, watch the, the news, and then make transfers accordingly. Um, don't bring anybody who's anybody who's injured. Um, fear rotation risks, and happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely stuff. Uh, from you, we're going to take a quick break and then come back with our starts and sits. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And we are back to talk to you about who we're starting and sitting this week. Um, for forward, I think it's hard to look anywhere else than Alvaro Morata. Uh, Kane obviously been struggling. Um, Aguero, who knows if he's starting. Jesus, the same. Morata definitely starting every week and has been doing very well. He leads the league in goal contribution, which is combined goals and assists. Uh, he is much higher owned than I expected. I didn't know he was still at, like, in the, around the mid 20s. Um, 24, 24%. Yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty surprising, but uh, understandable con- considering the confusion, especially around the city, guys. Uh, so shifting down to him may be a good idea. He's top five in shot accuracy and shots on target over the last five matches, and he missed one of those matches. Uh, only three blanks this season when playing more than 60 minutes. Um, so uh, Murata somebody you should definitely be keeping an eye on. In midfield, I just want to double, on, double down on Fabregas, uh, who I brought up last week. Just know that all the stats are still in his favor. Picked up another couple of assists. Um, I'll take a second to talk to you, talk about uh, Mesut Ozil, though, who deserves some props. Uh, since returning from his knee injury, has a goal and three assists in the last four matches. His price is higher than you'd like, and Burnley away is not a fixture most clubs look forward to, um, but just worth putting in your mind now. Also, Wilfried Zaha lost his uh, striker role in the last 20 minutes when Benteke came on. Um, likely that that will continue to happen but continues to kind of be the poster child for T-Box, which is touches in the box. We brought it up last week. I decided to keep track of it this week. We mentioned the five players with the most touches in the box last week were Charles and Sané, Sterling, Zaha, Salah. Uh, they resulted in four goals and an assist. Sterling, the only one that finished without any points uh, from the players most uh, familiar with the ball in the box. So keep that in mind. Um, going forward that right now it's the same five, by the way, those five are just shifted around a little bit this week. Same five guys. Um, keep that in mind because that seems to be a very fruitful statistic, which is obviously something we're always looking for in fantasy, uh, for defenses. I really like Manchester United and Tottenham. I think Southampton are the sneaky guys, uh, this week. Yeah. Yeah. I know you, you felt burned by Southampton, but Everton without Nias, they're already struggling to score goals. 
Um, I, I don't know which direction they go. If it is Calvert-Lewin, maybe they push Rooney just to the very top of the spear. But I am not encouraged by what I've seen uh, from Sigurdsson, them. Sigurdsson, false nine. <laughs> Boomed. I, you know, he might actually do a decent job there. Uh, who you got? Uh, Shrodan Mustafi. Uh, I believe in Lucky Charms, and German Lucky Charms are twice the, the fashion for <laughs> me. So five clean sheets out of six appearances. Uh, they play at Burnley. I, I don't think Burnley's going to do much offensively. Um, but I'd be tentative to believe that Arsenal is going to do anything offensively either. But that's good from a defensive standpoint because we are. I do start in the back, and Skrodan Mustafi is pretty good. He's at 5.3. He's pretty much the cheapest entry point of anybody usable at Arsenal that you want um, if you want somebody at Arsenal, if you're that daring. Uh, on midfield, I, we talked about him already. The, a lot of these guys that I'm going to be talking about uh, are guys we talked about in the, the pre- and pre-show because I'm optimistic that they can develop into something more of a fantasy asset. And they have excellent price points, and that's usually what I do. Kevin goes high, I go low because he's tall and I'm short. <clears throat> but I'm completely buying Will Hughes right now in the, in the 10. I want him to prove to me that he can't do something against Newcastle. At 4.6, you're not doing anything to hurt your team. You're probably upgrading from a guy who did nothing for you. You're probably upgrading from Andy King at Leicester to, to Will Hughes at 4.6. Newcastle is not anything that's going to scare Watford. Watford is a top, what are they, six, seven, seven mm. team now? So, I mean, listen, the, 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 this future is bright for Will Hughes just as long as he develops and the people develop around him. But if this is fantasy, I'm not worried about real, ho- real, real hockey. Wow, real soccer. To be fair, you shouldn't um, be worried about hockey in that field. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, I, I like Will Hughes this week at 4.6. And at forward, uh, I'm staying with Callum Wilson for two more weeks because I told you his schedule – you know, at six if you depends on where you bought him in at, you know, you got it. You kind of have to ride this and prove to your. He has to prove to you that he's not useful anymore because you're not. You it's so easily to punt down to another you know low priced option. But coming off a game where he had three goals, his first ninety of the year, you kind of have to buy into that a little bit. I know you. We don't. We always preach don't chase the points. But next two fixtures at Swansea and then home to Burnley. I'm completely buying it here. Give him two fixtures. Give him till the week, the weekend, next weekend, to see if he hasn't given you any returns. If he hasn't scored ten points for you by next weekend, you can get rid of him because he's not a viable option. That's that's my that's the smoky guarantee right here that I just gave. <laughs> <clears throat> and onto my sits, um, it, it's pretty easy for the sit for me. It's Sergio Aguero. Um, unfortunately, if if you have him and you haven't, you know. If you heard about the transfer news or the rotation news after him, you kind of have to ride with him until the, the midweek set um, of game week 14 because his price is so, you know, it's good and bad for you because you kind of want to keep Sergio Aguero on your team because who knows what may happen this weekend. You know, Gabriel Jesus may come on, get hurt in the 65th minute. Or City may be up 3 nothing and they sub him out and bring in Aguero and he scores two. It, it's a complete possibility that it happens. So, Give it. This is another. Give it to the. Give it to next weekend's fixtures to see how many times Sergio Aguero plays between now and then, and what his point return is. Because it's easy to go down to anybody from Sergio Aguero because of his price tag. Uh, through the midfield, you mentioned Mesut Ozil. I'm not completely buying it. I know he's got a goal and three assists in his games. Um, I just don't trust a player who who doesn't doesn't give it all in my eyes. I'm a visual person. I I don't see it all the time. I think he's, his his fantasy stats and his assists and goals are based on the people around him. Him not being the fantasy asset that we want him to be. At his price, you're not buying any, you're not buying it because there's so many better options. You know the Liverpool guys, the you know the pot, Paul Pogba. Uh, would you rather have Paul Pogba or Mesut Ozil right now, Kev? Pogba. 
Yeah, it's not even close. Okay. And on defense, I'm sitting Liverpool defense at home against Chelsea. Liverpool's only given up, was it one goal at home all year? They're at home this uh, to, on this weekend. Yeah, I'm, I'm not buying it against Chelsea. I think Chelsea find the net. Uh, anybody who's got uh, Alberto Moreno or you know l- still bringing in bringing in Ragnar Klavan at four dot three, God bless you because I think Chelsea find the net here. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I actually I'll, I'll start defense to forward, which is different for me. But since you brought up Liverpool, Liverpool and Burnley are both top three home defenses, but a very difficult opposition. Are you trusting either of the? Well, you already said no for Liverpool. Are you trusting Burnley against Arsenal? Because Arsenal have not been the most prolific attack this season, and Burnley have been very good at home. The only thing is, I think that Burnley at home, I think their defense could could lock down Arsenal better than Liverpool can lock down Chelsea. I agree. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, and I think it's because of the system that Burnley play inherently yeah. protects their back line more. And somebody like Stephen Ward can get forward and get you attacking points. If Liverpool mm-hmm. lose their clean sheet, you're pretty much screwed. If Burnley mm-hmm. lose their clean sheet, there is still a chance that he or me or somebody could pop up with a little something. <laughs> he or me. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, in midfield, Ericsson kind of. I, I mean, Tottenham have a pretty nice run of fixtures now, as I mentioned before. with the It's, it's awesome. Yeah, with it's L- awesome. Liverpool, United, and, and Arsenal now out of the way. I just don't know if you want to own multiple Spurs players right now. Um, I don't know. I just think it's iffy. With Pogba returning, it seems like a really easy downgrade to make right now. Um, and the creative stats have not been there for Ericsson this year. His scoring stats have been. Um, his mm-hmm. shot accuracy, goal scoring, that stuff has been there. The creativity is what you're missing, but you know, goals are, are worth more in, in the FPL game. No I'm, way. Yeah, I'm you know, wrong. <laughs> I, I just no don't way. think Erickson is living up to his price tag. No, um, he's not. If, if you sold him this week and he got hella points, that would not be surprising. Uh, but basically, I, I would not begrudge you for keeping him, but I also wouldn't begrudge you for selling him either. Do, do you think Man. you can own more than one Tottenham player right now? No. Right? I mean, yeah, you can't you really have, trust the have... defense. Vertonghen's overpriced for what he is. I think you got to choose one of Erickson, Kane, or Della Ali. Son is going to be getting a little bit more run out. Um, while Toby's out, I, I don't know if I've ever gotten into this on a show, but basically with the back five, we only play a front three, Kane Erickson and Della Ali. But when we drop one of that back five, then it turns into more of a four at the back. And then we have four attacking players, Son obviously being the fourth. So in a weird way, a center back missing means Son is more likely to get minutes. But I, I agree with you. I, I think you just want one for now. There's every chance that they show up in a big way. Um, and you want to buy back in, which is why, you know, if you kept him, I wouldn't be mad at you for it. But things obviously not uh, going as well in the Premier League as they are in the Champions League for Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, the forward that I'm off right now is Roberto Firmino, who we have not talked about much lately uh, in this. But he has been doing well in the Champions League and is still one of the five most owned forwards in the official game. Uh, has a goal and assist in the last three matches. But, you know, we were talking about Pogba earlier. Mm-hmm. Firmino has the same amount of goals and fewer assists than Paul Pogba, who has missed seven matches. Firmino mm-hmm. has missed... Zero matches. Mm-hmm. Oh, and this week, as you mentioned, faces Chelsea, who have three consecutive clean sheets. We told you like four weeks ago that Chelsea was the shift. Mm-hmm. You had a Chelsea defender. If you didn't listen to us then, sorry about it. You probably should have. Do you think it's too late to buy in on Chelsea's defense now? Or should uh, people still no. go that way? Okay. No, no. I mean, look at their upcoming fixtures after this. New Swansville, Newcastle, West Ham, Huddersfield, Southampton, Everton, Brighton, Stoke. That's... Till New Year's. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, there's tons of fruit on the tree to pick there. Um, you know, during that period, I could be so bold. I know I'm a Chelsea fan. Um, they have one, two, three, four, five fixtures at home and one, two, three, four, four on the road. Hmm. I would say that they give up less than eight goals in those in those ten games. Would not surprise me. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games. Nine games. <clears throat> yeah. Could, could definitely see them six, holding up. Six goals in nine games. Less than six goals in nine games. Yeah. I think they gave up two this weekend, so there you go. <laughs> uh, did also uh, forget to mention Huddersfield. Um, I've held Zonka pretty much from the start of the season. Worth noting, though, Huddersfield conceded only three goals through the first six matches. They've conceded 14 goals in their last Yikes. six matches. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's, it's no bueno. So if you get the right city guy, you're going to be rolling in it this week. Yeah. Uh, the issue is knowing who that is. I personally am going to be stuck with Aguero. Uh, let's talk about our teams. Rob, you insinuated that you've already made moves this week. Is that so? I went I went ridiculous. I went crazy this week because um, I there was last week's point returns for a lot of people was, was very prosperous. It was in the 80s and 90s, and some people even had 100. Um, I was mired down in the 60s. So I didn't like what I had, and I liked what I should have done previously, but I didn't. Um, I made the preemptive move for Paul Pogba. Um, I made the move for Callum Wilson, and then I brought in Charlie Daniels as well because my defense was a mess because a lot of, I had two or three guys that were going to be out. So I needed to make a move. I had I took a minus eight. I'm not going to lie. I took a minus eight already. So I'm not going to do another move. I'm I'm not going to take more minus points. But I did it all, and all three guys have gone up, are going to go up. Daniels has gone up already. Callum Wilson has gone up. He's going to go up again before Saturday, and Paul Pogba is scheduled to go up tomorrow. So. From that standpoint, I'm not looking like a, it's not looking like it's a horrible move because in the end, I'll be gaining so much money from them going up again. Because if Callum Wilson scores this weekend, he's a per, he's going to go up again before the the midweek fixture. Charlie Daniels does something, Bournemouth does a clean sheet, he's probably going to go up again. If Pogba plays this weekend, which I'm thinking he's going to play, I think the the one game he sits out is the probably the quick turnaround game in the midweek. Then you know I'm only prospering from them doing things. So taking a minus minus eight, bringing in Charlie Daniels. Paul Pogba and Callum Wilson is is a good move. Now now I now I'm stuck with owning Phil Jones, so I'm going to have to go three at the back. Probably is what's going to happen. I'll probably play a three four three, but then I'm going to have Aguero, so I'm running that the gamut of him playing. But the best part of life is my fifth midfielder, as I mentioned him before. If you're paying attention, is is Zerdan Shakiri, who is a good fifth fifth midfield punt. You know, I Stoke Stoke has is there at Crystal Palace this week. Mm. He just came off a game with an assist. He's got an assist in four of the last seven games, I believe. So Shakiri has, you know, value. So I'm not, you know, mad going to war with my team right now. You know, if, if I had to pick my team right now, I'd have Elliot in goal. I'd have uh, Fernandez, Federico Fernandez, Stephen Ward, Charlie Daniels on defense, Salah, D- David Silva, Erickson, and Pogba in the midfield, Aguero, Callum Wilson, Morata up front, uh, and Shakiri as my first sub. So I'm not bad looking i'm just you know i'm cute but uh <laughs> but the, the two guys after that you know i have kieran clark as my you know my mid my defender dump and then i have phil jones who's not going to play so yeah i mean there's i have i have names i just i'm limiting myself to what names i have but based on making my minus minus eight already i probably could have waited and done more um you know but he's say la vie is the word or <laughs> Or croissant, or one of those French words. <laughs> yeah, I told you that that took big time, Kajones. Um I uh, have not yet made my choice yet. 
my defense, as I mentioned, is in serious trouble. Um, but also, I have GF coming off my bench with no Phil Jones. Uh, so obviously, was considering upgrading him to one of the other kind of 6.0-ish priced forwards. Uh, now that GF is basically a wing back again. Um, I also have the Aguero dilemma right now. For those that are wondering what, how that happened, Drunk Me Friday night decided, you know yeah. what, Aguero's definitely going to start. And then what's I that do, thing he didn't do? I do remember that. He texted me that. Yep, I let you know for some reason. Um, so that obviously backfired on me, uh, which is unfortunate because I think he's probably my best captain option this week after that Huddersfield stat that I mentioned. Um, you, you may like Kane against West Brom after seeing what Chelsea did to them last week. That's definitely understandable. They do sack Tony Pula, so interesting to see what they do. Um, Salah's been on fire, but he's up against Chelsea, obviously. Richarlison has been on fire. Newcastle, not really a hard opponent. Um, but I'm kind of mixed up in a, in a whole bunch of ways on where I want to go captain-wise and transfer-wise. I'm assuming I'll drop Zonka for another defender as my main move. I don't think I'm going to double up on transfers this week, especially since we're going to have another opportunity so soon. Um, but we'll see. My, my, my keepers aren't super great either. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know how my team got <laughs> as iffy as it did. <laughs> but you know what? There you are. I, I was on the gross train super early, so I'll hang my hat on that one for now. Um, that will do it for us this week, though. So, Rob, why don't you tell the folks where they can get at you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at FPL underscore MNOP or you can find my writings and stylings on rasball.com. Yep, and I'm your other host, Kevin DeVries. You can find me on Twitter at Kevroff. You can find my fantasy writings at goal.com under the gaming tab. Uh, so be sure to check that out. Uh, we also have a weekly DFS video for vipbet.com. Uh, be sure to check that out as well. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, best of luck to your teams. And we'll... Oh, wait, this is where we lie to people. Will we try to do a show in between the quick we'll try to, We'll try to do it Sunday night. We will definitely maybe try to get you another show before then. If not, it would probably be next Wednesday night that we would record. So episode next Thursday um, after the next match round is completed. Um, sorry if we're lying to you right now. Um, but again, best of luck to your teams and we'll catch you next time. Peace. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.